Welcome to the POV Hamilton Podcast, where we're talking to innovators, educators, leaders, and builders across the Steel City. We have the most diversified economy in Canada, and there are hundreds of stories waiting to be told of the people, the companies, and the organizations making it happen. Here's whose point of view you'll be listening to today. I'm Erin Dunham. I'm the co-owner and CEO of The Other Bird, a hospitality group in Hamilton. So I'm born and raised in Hamilton, which I'm super proud of. And it's nice to see so many people coming from outside of Hamilton to settle here in the restaurant industry. Um, I started working in restaurants when I was 12, 13 as a dishwasher. And I worked my way through the kitchen over eight years. And then I got moved to front of house and I did it through university. And it was my moneymaker for a good solid amount of years. And I actually spent most of my life trying to get out of the industry because it was um, toxic and kind of, I didn't love it. The way women were treated, the way servers were treated, things like that. Um, It evolved when I met my now business partner, Matthew Kershaw, who's a chef. When he was opening his first restaurant, I was doing my MBA at McMaster. And uh, he hired me to help him open his restaurant. And I worked there with him. And after a few months, we... And then we just vibed and we got along. We had the same like feelings about the industry. And um, within the Alex, the first restaurant, we created this situation where people were respectful of each other. And it was the first time I'd really encountered that, which was uh, mind blowing. And so when he asked if I would want to bi- partner with him in business, um, my instant reaction was like, of course not. I've been working my whole life to get out of this industry. But in the end, obviously I did, but one of the things we wanted to do was try to make it better for people, um, to, for more respect to be just between front of house and back of house, for there to be more respect um, that we demanded from customers. And uh, for the most part, obviously, um, we can't control humans at all times, but for the most part, it's, um, it's worked out and I'm pretty proud of the thing we've created and we've grown and grown and grown and uh, here we are. So we're based out of Hamilton. We have a place in London, uh, Hunter & Co. We've got a little hotel, the Arlington Hotel in Paris, Ontario. We've got Little Borough uh, Taco Joint in Burlington. And in Hamilton, we have the Mule, which is a favorite of mine. I enjoy tacos. Um, it is not a Mexican restaurant. It is a taco restaurant with chefy taco. Uh, I say nonsense, but, you know, like Brussels sprouts and nonsense. Um, I love Mexican food and this is not Mexican food. So when people call it a Mexican restaurant, I'm like, no, 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 it's not. And then Rapscallion, which we had at a smaller location before is Matt, my business partner's little baby, uh, where he gets to do interesting meat cuts and it's small shared plates. Um, and it's come back with a bang. So we moved to James North, which is very exciting for us to be around so many other restaurants instead of like a silo outside of the popular places. Um, and I don't know what we try to do is do make people feel special. Uh, we always try to give the best service we can, uh, have good, let the personality shine of our wonderful, wonderful coworkers. Um, and just basically make people happy at all times, like mouth happy. Like we want them to put something in their mouth and be like, I never thought of that. I didn't think that would be that good, but it is.
so we had a place called Rapscallion and two black sheep that were just down the street from each other. And one was an oyster bar with charcuterie and then Rapscallion is um, a nose to tail restaurant. And so ultimately we closed them down because they were two small locations uh, and we wanted to combine them to be one super restaurant. So if you go, you'll see the front of the restaurants more that bar setup uh, and that two black sheep feel for like cocktails and more casual dining and the back dining room is a little more formal. Um, so we did it for two reasons. One, to make it bigger. And um, two, we were in a position where we could buy a building. And um, that is something we wanted to take advantage of. So it was kind of a nice opportunity. And James North specifically, obviously, is fantastic. And we love the ties to the art scene and just the growing amount of restaurants there. I always think it's super positive to be in a pocket, just like um, the Mule and King William, being in a pocket with other restaurateurs and restaurants. And it gets people to go to an area as opposed to just go to a restaurant, which I love. And it encourages different experiences and people to check out more than one place. I am particularly proud of the team we've created. They are a series of interesting, cool, awesome people for the most part, again, you know, you can't control everything at all times. And we sometimes have bad days, but they hang out and they're friends and it just, it creates this like tightness at work, which is really cool. And we started that back in the day, our hiring policy would be like someone we'd want to have a beer with. So it's like you hire people that you want to hang out with because you're spending so much time with them, like 40, 50 hours a week. And so it's, it's always grown that way organically. And now I don't do the hiring aside from management anymore. So we have like these managers who are fantastic and they, they do the same thing. They have a really good feel for people who will be a good fit. Um, but for the most part, it's really important to hire slow and fire very quickly if somebody is not a good fit. And it's happened a few times where there's been like a one toxic person ruins a work environment. So for us, that's like so important to just make sure people are happy. And if one person goes in and everybody's unhappy, then we have to get rid of that person. Um, so sometimes when you hire somebody, uh, they come from an environment where they think it's appropriate to yell at other people or put each other down or call people names. So that has often been something we've had to quickly correct and allow people the space to better themselves <laughs> as opposed to, um, you know, fighting anger with anger, um, respect within our workplace is a really important thing. And, uh, and from the customer too, like we have a pretty low tolerance for people being rude to the people we work with. Um, and like we've fired customers of many, many times before. Uh, and when that has to be done, it's done and they're banned or we give them a cooling off period uh, because there's not a lot of space for, you know, inappropriately grabbing people who work with us or calling them names or getting drunk and being aggressive. Like it's just not, nobody wants to work in that environment. And I don't think just historically, um, historically people have gotten away with a lot when they're drinking or they're at a bar, they think they treat servers like servants, which is absolutely not a thing. They're just people doing their job and they should get as much respect as anyone else doing their job. So it's important to us to kind of back them up when people feel uncomfortable or, um, are being mistreated that if they are feeling that way, that, that people have to go. I was raised in a way that it was really important to give back to the community that gives to you. So when our business is doing well, I think it's important to back the community in that way. Specifically, we align with the YWCA um, because I like 
supporting women on account of I am one. So I relate heavily to that, obviously. Um, and I believe everything they do there is so important. So we do quite a bit with them as far as, you know, fundraising or supporting the women where we can with food and things like that. Um, the CMHA, uh, Canadian Mental Health Association, also very important because I've had my struggles in my life and I see it every day uh, with the people we work with and the people we serve and it's prevalent and important. So that's, we often do things with them. Recently, I did a run for St. Joe's, which was hard and I hated it, but such a good thing to raise money for. Um, and we alternatively, like when we have staff uh, or people want to come to us and say, will you support this thing? The, we always try to make the answer yes, if we have the capacity to do so. Um, whether it's just like a straight up donation or whether it's going out in the community and supporting events or things like that. Um, and it's really been cool because it's engaging, engages kind of all of our coworkers together and having people now reach out to me to be like, hey, this thing's really important to me. Could we do a thing? I love that because it means it's front of mind now for other people as well, which is awesome. And I am so lucky that I have a business partner who lets me do all these things. <laughs> I honestly think there's so many great restaurants in Hamilton and people come here to open restaurants because like it has the capacity to support them, I think is one major thing. There was like, even like 10 years ago, like we had a lot of great ethnic restaurants, um, a lot of great Italian restaurants, but we didn't have kind of this new food scene yet. And so it's given people who like couldn't afford to open a place in Toronto because of costs, the ability to come here and kind of do it in their way. Uh, I also think Hamilton's more accepting of kind of these people who put out great food, but maybe they don't have a million dollars to make a restaurant look beautiful. Um, people definitely support uh, local here, which is so awesome. And it's just like, I don't know, I feel like there's an acceptance of new here and like people want it and support it. And it's kind of great. Um, but then also it's odd, like I've seen places closed that I loved and I thought were fabulous because they didn't get the support. So it's, there's that fine line between what Hamilton's ready for and what they're willing to support. So it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. So how some things that would work in Toronto just can't be here yet, but growth it's coming. Um, obviously coming out of COVID things are very strange right now and you definitely wouldn't go anywhere without a reservation, but I like that casual, like you go to Hess village. I'd love to see like Hess village become like a restaurant Mecca again. Like it used to be, cause that was so cool. you got King William, you're going to West. Like, it's like you go to an area to eat as opposed to uh, a restaurant. Like I said before, um, or the, like the people who live downtown can just like walk out their front door and just like there's restaurants everywhere. And you can go to something affordable. You can spend more money. You splurge. You can do everything in between. I would love to see us having foods that you don't see here, like having a high-end sushi place, which we tried. Um, and I don't know, it's just like those things, you know, we haven't had capacity yet. And I think it's coming with all the infill that's happening downtown. Um, and I just love that like buzz of like walking around and seeing people on the streets and musicians playing. I don't know. It's just that whole, like, I look forward to the Hamilton that's coming. I love the Hamilton we have now, but also the future. Thanks for listening. 
Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And please consider rating and reviewing as it helps others to find the show. For more information or to listen to past episodes, go to povhamilton.com.